Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Daddy Unscripted. My name is Tim Wheaton. I'm the creator and the host of Daddy Unscripted, and this is the second part of the Love in the Time of COVID episodes, part two of two. There's no part three. As far as I know, Like, it just depends on if I decide to bring in Andy Garcia and try to make a part three that's as good as the first two, which it will never happen. I don't know. Anybody who never saw Godfather like that joke just fizzled out, which is very highly possible. Um, but I just wanted to thank you guys all for being here, for checking in for this second half of the episode. The first episode ended up spending a lot of time talking about our responsibility as not only parents, but also as adults and as humans in this everybody's used all of the adjectives for this time, like unprecedented, um, crazy, surreal, insane, troubling time, like all the words that you can think of to describe what we as a community, as humans on this continent in, in the United States, in North America, in the world, what we all are going through. It's really, really crazy unless you are one of the people who still believe this is a hoax. And if that's the case, then I don't, I don't know how to help you. Uh, maybe these aren't the episodes for you. So um, I just did a, these aren't the droids you're looking for, hand motion, and you can maybe check out one of the other Daddy Unscripted episodes. I will say before I go too far, I'm going to give my little Osiris media plug. I'm not going to send you guys to anything specific because this is one of these little standalone solo episodes. I'm not interviewing anybody and it's a little bit shorter. I'm just going to tell you guys, go to OsirisPod.com and follow Osiris on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. There is so much coming out of the Osiris Media family is just going. What is the positive version of off the rails? Like there's so much great content coming out right now from so many different places. And I'm like super jazzed more than ever to be a part of Osiris Media because of everything that people are putting on and putting together. And there's things for you as adults for you as music lovers, for you as parents, like there is an art with Zardi thing that is going on every single day through Instagram Live. There are vibe check-ins on different musicians that are happening um, via the No Simple Road team. No Simple Road is doing bedtime stories. Aaron, uh, I posted a little video on my Instagram of my son just completely chilling out. And like when eight o'clock comes around every night now, I'm grabbing my phone, grabbing my kid and saying, it's time for bedtime stories with Aaron. So he totally beat me to the punch um, on doing that. I'm trying to think of some creative things to do. And some of you dads, I may be hitting you up soon. Uh, And as well, moms, like we may create kind of a Zoom thing to talk about parenting in this time and trying to Uh, maybe sit down with a glass of wine or whatever it is that you're drinking in the evening and talk about what it is that you're doing this week to not only keep yourself sane and keep yourself still fully charged enough to do all of the things that you need to do at home for your kids, with your kids, um, and maybe for those of us who are still going to jobs at essential workplaces, 
but to also help and give some ideas to other people as well and just kind of get a little take the edge off kind of a thing you know so uh, keep your eyes open for that but again check out osirispod.com RJ is doing a daily drop episode talking about the five important things for you to know every single day now, except for Sundays. And there's, I, I just can't even tell you. So, so on the internet, you're going to go to www.osirispod.com and on Instagram, on Twitter, it's all as OsirisPod. So find them, connect with all of the different podcasts and all the different hosts and everything. There's so many great people involved and just a big, fully socially distanced, but also maybe kind of pushing the edges, maybe like only five feet, eight inches apart. Big hug to all of the people that are together with me in OsirisPod because I love what all of you are doing and what you're bringing to the table right now. So. Let's dig into part two. Part one, like I said, I was talking a lot about the responsibilities and things we can be doing, uh, trying to encourage people to be at their absolute best right now, especially in front of their children. And now I'm going to talk a little bit about what some of those things are that we can do and that a lot of people are kind of spoke up to me when I put it out on some of my social media channels on What are you doing at home? What's been working for you and your kids in this time? You know, so many parents for at least some amount of time ended up having to learn how to teach their kids before the whole distance learning thing kicked in. And I don't know if that's across the board around the globe that everybody is having that opportunity, but I'm sure you are at least having to assist with that process with your kids. And it's really like creating this not only new learning curve and these new skills that so many of us are having to learn, but it's also creating an amazing thing, I think, for teachers. And this will be one of the things that once all of this has lifted, I think will be one of the cool things that a lot of us are going to walk around with this newfound respect for so many people. I'm hoping that it sticks and it's not just a camp high for like a week after this is all done, but that we really are appreciating and seeing the value and the hard work that teachers are putting into our kids and thinking about the fact that you are at home alone with your kid or your couple of kids, or for some of you, uh, people who are just, I don't know what you're doing, but you're like my parents and you have eight kids at home. Um, you are doing that for that small number of kids. Now multiply that times 20 or whatever number that may be and think about trying to teach a group that large. I like it just blows my mind. So again, huge shout out to teachers out there at all levels. Um, You guys do amazing work and I know you are not paid accordingly, but we have a new, we, I think I can speak on behalf of a lot of people. We have a huge newfound respect and love for you. Then, of course, on top of the teachers, you have all of the new respect that you should have and the appreciation for people that are working in grocery stores, that are working for the city collecting trash, like all of these different levels of things that you may not have. We've never really thought about the words essential business, but now that we're going through this, you think about all the things that are essential business and it's the bagging person at your local grocery and what they are doing and 
for some of us, think about the anxiety and the stress of leaving our homes just to go and go to the grocery store. Think about these people that really aren't making that much money that are going and doing that job however many days a week, putting themselves at risk. And what does that mean? Like their entire family unit or whoever they are residing with, they are also putting at that same risk. So again, like I hope we hold on to that for a very long time after things settle down, whenever that may be. And I think at the beginning of a lot of this, we spent a lot of our energy being extremely bummed out by all of the things that we had to be flexible around and things that were getting canceled and events and activities. And then it was schools and whatever. And think about all of that stuff and how much it bummed us adults out. And think about your kids. Like their whole world is completely turned upside down. They are looking to you for help, guidance, for inspiration on how they should be reacting and acting to all these things. So there have been a lot of things that they have had to really dramatically change their lives around. And some of the things that are very important is us keeping our kids active and healthy. You think about school and what they are doing. And remember back to when we were kids, you know, you had one or two recess breaks and you had lunch and you had PE. So there was a lot of activity that they were doing at school every day. So for a lot of those kids that are coming home and maybe just doing their studies and then watching TV or playing video games or whatever it may be that was kind of a less active lifestyle, now we need to make sure we are doing those things to continue to support their health and their exercise level as well, not just their health in ways of diet. So the World Health Organization, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, they recommend that children and adolescents perform at least 60 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity daily. And you're breaking that up into different sections of the day. But still, that's one hour of moderate to vigorous exercise. So we need to make sure that we are doing what we can to ensure that that is happening inside the home or whether you're going right outside your house. I don't know if you have a backyard or front yard or you're going for a walk through the neighborhood, but you are doing things to keep that happening. And some of those things can be fun for kids that maybe don't necessarily love doing that. If you are tapping into something like Go Noodle or Cosmic Kids, some of these websites that also you can down like for go go noodle for us we downloaded the app on our apple tv and our seven-year-old and our 11-year-old we have to push a little more she doesn't love really doing that especially not if anybody's watching but they are doing some dancing and some kind of like aerobics kind of stuff that they're doing multiple times a day and it's usually very fun for them so YMCA 360 is another thing that you are able to tap into. They're providing access to it for free to everyone now because of how many people are needing to access these kind of things to remain healthy and doing some form of exercise. Go on YouTube, find things. There's so much out there. So make sure you guys look into some of those things. I'll try to put some of these in the show notes as well, but I, I don't know. Are, 
you're probably just sitting at home listening to this. Aside from those of you that are listening to this down the road in the future, and I'll just wave hi to you. Gosh, do you guys remember what a crazy time it was during coronavirus and COVID? Oh, so crazy. Yeah, that's happening right now. So, okay, back to regular time. Think about all that stuff. You know, Kids Bop has dance along videos, all these different things that you can do. Also, along with that, like I said, when I started that part is diet. Stress eating and all of that is not just an adult thing. That is it absolutely a kid thing too. So we're not only like potentially just comfort eating because we're at home and we're sitting around more and, you know, snacks are there at the ready as opposed to how it is for kids while they are in school. So think about that, like start measuring some stuff out in the morning, like you would have done potentially for them in the afternoon. I know for our kids, we make their lunches every day for our second grader and our sixth grader. They're not buying their lunches at school for, for us. I I will specify, like I know other, other parents are doing that, but so that's what they are doing in their normal day. So just think about that. Like what would you normally be giving them some fruits and some vegetables and maybe something that is kind of like Cheetosy or something like that. So make sure that you are kind of balancing that out still and not just allowing things to fall by the wayside. I know I'm saying all of these things and it may sound like I'm one of those, um, I don't know, Instagram influencers or one of those people who have it all together and is blending all of their kale and chia seed smoothies. And I'm not, I don't do that. Um, my wife does a good job with smoothies, but I, I am not that person. And so I'm not preaching to you from on high, like I am one of you. So it is important that we remember to do that. And one of the big things that we've done as a family at different times when we're noticing, because usually it's, I'm, I do most of the grocery shopping and sometimes I make that mistake of shopping when I'm hungry and I try to never take my kids with me, especially if they haven't eaten, because then it's impossible. Like you're filling the cart with so much junk because they're just seeing everything and they want it. But one of the biggest rules that we kind of jokingly say in our house is if it's not on our shelves, then we're not going to eat it. So makes sense. I mean, that's not an incredible form of logic that's blowing minds, but like if we don't buy cookies, there aren't cookies in the house for us to be frustrated that we're eating cookies, right? Like, so we try to make a big point of buying the things We know that we have people in our family that like to snack. And so we know that we need to have snacks at home. So we're not going to just not get them, but we just try to do it a little more in a healthy way. And again, we're not all eating kale, popsicles, and I don't know, uh, carrot chips, if there is such a thing. We are, you know, eating potato chips and stuff like that sometimes, but we're trying to get things that are a little bit healthier. So we do try to keep it in the more natural sense of those kind of things. So remember that when you are shopping and also when you can maybe ask your kids to help with the planning and preparation of the meals. I think like right now is a great time where you are really plotting out your shopping potentially like you're going to the store hopefully not every two days like you may be used to. So if you are shopping once a week or once every two weeks, 
I think the balance that a lot of people are saying is like they're trying to keep two weeks worth of groceries in their fridge or in their house at all times. So if you're doing that, make a big list and then maybe sit down with your kids and say, let's plot this out. Like, let's plan this accordingly. So you guys are involved. You have some things that you have some say in it. And maybe, I don't know, if however many people are in your family, you are rotating and Billy Joe not of Green Day, gets to pick dinner for Monday night. And uh, Sally Ann Kavanaugh from the, the Utah chapter, if you get that joke, you get a bonus point from Provo, Utah, not the Utah chapter. I'm mixing my movies. Um, but she gets to pick dinner for Tuesday night. So you just kind of rotate it and you plan out your groceries accordingly and you're going your one time that week or your one time for two weeks and you're putting that all together and that is your meal planning. So that's kind of cool. They get to be involved, et cetera, et cetera. One thing, obviously, make sure that you guys are continuing to consume lots of water. That is one of the things, obviously, that can be extremely good for your body. And, you know, maybe not so much soda and juice at home during this time. Think about the fact that we are all arming ourselves. I used to do this little spiel here at my work to my younger staff members who didn't always, who basically did what I would have done when I was their age. And I didn't get this speech very much when I was younger, but they get sick a lot. Like I know some people who happen to get sick a lot and I get to see them most days of the week. So I get to see like, what are they eating throughout their day? And are they staying up? Like, I, I know t- way too much about my employees, unfortunately, possibly. But like, I'll have this conversation with them. You're sick again. Like, what are you doing in order to not get sick? And I'm not talking about throat lozenges and maybe a vitamin, an extra vitamin C a day when you're sick. Like, what can you do throughout the week? So if you think about what we are all doing right now is... We are trying to keep our bodies at the ultimum, the peak level. So if we were to get infected, and I know, like, don't sling tomatoes at me. Like, I know very healthy people are getting COVID. And I know that some very healthy people have gotten extreme levels of COVID. But you are still wanting your antibodies and all of your body to be at its peak abilities to fight off a potential illness. So what does that mean? That means not filling your body with a bunch of garbage. That means trying to get a proper and um, good amount of sleep and drinking a lot of water. And maybe if you are a smoker, this is the time to like figure it out and try to give your lungs an ability if you are to get an infection. Like, I know that's a hard, that's a hard talk right now. It's a tough talk that I'm making to a lot of people. But like, that is something for us to think about. Like, if you are about to, your antibodies are about to go into a battle, you want them to be at their strongest. So these are some of the things that we need to think about on a daily basis for ourselves and for our kids. So just something to think about. Don't yell at me. Don't get mad at me for all of that. Some of the other things that you guys can do going for a walk or a jog or a bike ride with your kids, 
Um, if you have a dog, you guys can all go out for a walk together to take the dog out. Um, you guys can go for runs as a family, depending on what the weather is like. Just some of those things that you can do. Something that I've been very conscious of myself lately and that I've been reminding others about. And not just right now, but right now, maybe more than ever. The things that you do with your kids that are even just everyday little things that you involve them in. And especially, especially for, I have to think about this a lot when I come home from work because my kids don't see me all day and they're seeing my wife all day and they have this limited window of time that they're getting with me and they are aware that I am out there. You know, I am out in the world where the bad thing is or whatever and that means a different thing to everybody and a different level to kids and whatever. But like, I am coming home. I am now home and available to them for whatever limited amount of time before they're going to bed. And so even if it is just sitting on the couch and watching their show that I don't care about at all, that does not interest me, that I may even hate if I'm just there and sitting with them and watching it with them and not just on my phone sitting there, but actually being present, it's so huge to them. Like I, I recognize that so easily and immensely with my kids, like how much they ask me to do stuff with them that so many times, like I know I'm not into that and that's my reaction in my head, but I am like, yes, I, I need to do that with you. I need to go and color with you or whatever it may be for any of you. Like those little things can mean so much to them right now. And, and they need that, like that reaching out again. I, I said this in my, in part one, think about when we were kids and what some of that time spent with your parents meant to you. And of course, I'm hoping that they are mostly or very strongly good moments and good memories for you, but build those with your kids. Like this is going to be a time they will never forget. I firmly believe that like we are in a humongous moment for our world and your kids are going to remember this. And so this is an opportunity to really step up to the plate and to create amazing moments around this otherwise like dreadful time i think for many like that is a true usage of that word like some people are very full of dread right now and some for good reasons and it's something that we can make kind of like the movie inside out for those of you who have seen that movie kids movie yes i'm like kind of not dating myself, but showing that I watch these kids' movies with my kids. So if you remember, there are all these different emotions and they have all these memories basically in like the database of this young girl. And there's joy and anger and sadness are some of the key characters. And sadness, this little blue character that's played by, oh, what was her name? She's on The Office. I can't remember her name, but... Some of you know, and I just don't watch The Office enough, obviously, but she keeps touching these memories and changing them from yellow, joyful, happy memories in this child to turning them sad. And 
it's the same memory. It's just that instead of it being a happy memory, it's a sad memory. And I think that that's something that we can absolutely have a very deliberate, conscious effort to make that happen with a lot of this time around coronavirus for our kids, for ourselves too, but for our kids that we are looking back and instead of them seeing the just sadness and the death toll and all of the negative side of what's going on, potentially they are having that ability to look back and say, it was so cool. Like I got to, I stayed at home a bunch and I got to do all of X, Y, and Z with my dad. I didn't normally get to do that. Like he works every day and he was working from home or maybe, you know, trying to create a silver lining and bright side for some of you that maybe are having to tap into unemployment right now and are getting your hours cut is this thing of, I got to spend all that time with my dad and I never would have had that opportunity. And we did all of these amazing things and had all of these fun adventures at home. And yeah, then like the next year, everything was normal and so on and so forth. So I just want to encourage you to do those kind of things. If there's some activity that your kid doesn't want to do and you're maybe trying to push them into that, but you're really having to force them to do it, maybe back off on those kind of things. Like maybe either tweak them to find a way to make it something that they're interested in or just abandon that thing. And some of those, you know, obviously if it's school, you can't just abandon that. But I just want to encourage you, like, try to not make this something where we are like pushing them to do a bunch of stuff where that's going to be their takeaway is I'm just doing a bunch of stuff that I hate with some of that school stuff. There are so many different things that you can help tap into for you. There's an app that I use that, um, they opened it up for free. Like it was just a, you know, you could only get so many things done on the app without paying for it. But I downloaded it. I can't remember. I saw it before this school year started for my daughter. And I was so excited because I was like, it's going to get real in math this year. And it's going to push definitely my wife's boundaries, but it's going to push my mine a little bit too. So there, there's an app called PhotoMath. And if you download that app, you can take pictures of most math problems and it will tell you the different answers and it will give you different ways to see how they came to those answers. It's really cool. Super trippy how they do it. It won't work with word problems, but with like visible number problems, you can take a picture of it and it will give you all of that info. So for you parents, you should tap into that. Um, but there's all these other things that are really cool. There's something called Twinkle, and KL, which is, um, I think it's pre-K. Oh yes. Twinkle has free lessons for pre-K through fifth grade. And there's a code that you need to use. It's USA Twinkle helps. So Twinkle doesn't have an E in it. And I'll put this in my show notes and stuff. Um, there's also the Khan Academy. Maybe you guys have seen that. And I, I'm assuming I'm saying this properly. It's K-H-A-N Khan Academy it's a nonprofit and they have free daily webinars for parents. Um, they have all of these different things for preschool all the way through high school students. So K H A N Academy. So check into those. Um, like I said, 
There's the television shows that you can just watch with your kids. If you have young enough kids, um, tap into PBS Kids. PBS Kids has so many great shows for kids. A lot of them are very educational. Um, for those of you who are Mr. Rogers fans, uh, which I would raise my hand so aggressively to that, there's a show, I don't know if you know, but it's called Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. And it's just like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. It's animated with this character, Daniel Tiger. Super cool. So check some of those things out um, if you want to watch some things with your kids, PBS kids, check that out. I know on like Roku, you can get the app and um, you can definitely do that online as well. Some of the important things to do in these very kind of crazy and uncertain times, there's some important things for you guys to do. And I'm going to go through a list that I've jotted down. I kind of created some stuff based on different sites and whatnot. One of the things that's very important for you to do is talk about these things with your kids. And I said this in the first episode, but talk about what is scaring them about this time. If there is anything, find those out and talk about it openly with them. Um, Because of all the time, all the extra time that you are having with your kids, it's kind of like they are going to get more bored, I think. And so you want to do whatever you can to try to avoid that boredom getting to too major of a level. But if your kids start like acting out again, like some of the basic principles, I, I think maybe basic, but I don't know, make sure you guys are trying to redirect their bad behaviors with those young kids. You know, sometimes they just need a little bit of guidance. So do what you can know that there's times when you need to just not respond because they're going to do things to get a reaction out of you. And that's going to drive you absolutely through the wall. I remember those days. So know when to not respond. If there's something that they are going to learn a negative consequence of that isn't going to hurt them or put anybody in danger or set your house on fire, like maybe you let that thing play out and you let them learn that negative consequence. You know what I mean? So think about some of those things. Use timeouts for those of you that use that as a discipline, like they're going to learn. You need to make sure that They are not creating this new Lord of the Flies situation just because they're home and you're not maybe going against what your previous principles were just because of the new situation that you are with more time at home together. It's still super important for you guys to still have the same baseline rules and that's not making you a bad parent or anything like that. Um, One of the big things, think of... This is one of the things that's been a big topic of conversation as a manager of a staff of 40 some odd people where I work and talking about how important the praise of success is as opposed to the constant needling them for doing something wrong. And this go, this is what I'm doing with adults. But if you think about it, this works for you. This works for kids as well. You know, this is something that if you are constantly being told that you're doing something bad, like that doesn't encourage you to do the right thing. You just, you, you don't want to get caught doing the bad thing anymore. And potentially that puts you in a place of trying to find more sneaky ways of doing that bad thing. But if you're getting encouraged when you're doing the right thing, like that feels better. That's what I want. I want those words of encouragement. I want that praise. I want to feel good. So 
if I'm just constantly getting the bad, like that isn't really telling me what I want. It's telling me what I don't want. And I'm going to try to find ways to not get that anymore. And that doesn't always equate to me doing good and better things. Does that make sense? So try to find those things that you're praising your kids for, that you're encouraging them through. And then again, like you're finding the right times and right moments for whatever redirecting that you're having to do with them. Something that I experienced a lot uh, when I was a kid, um, because there were eight of us, and a lot of times my mom was the one who was having to deal with us while my dad was still at work. We got a lot of the wait until your father gets home kind of thing. And my dad would do this a lot too when he was at home is if we did something that really got his goat and like put him in the red because we were doing something so bad, he would usually take his time, like break away from that, not act or react in the time of the emotion But he would like do some of that, go to your room and I will talk to you in whatever it was, two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. And that two, five, 10 minutes or whatever of time was usually full of just total fear on our part. But that gave him that time, not only for us, and I don't know if he was doing it with both reasons in mind. And unfortunately, I never asked him, but that time not only gave us that self-reflection. Oh crap. What did I do? This is something that was very wrong. Why did I do that? How am I going to apologize? And I don't want whatever punishment is coming down the pike right now for me, but also it was keeping my dad from reacting right then when it was happening, being full of potentially like bubbling anger. And it gave him that time to think about what it was that we did and what was his appropriate reaction. So think about that, you guys. Like it it is very good for you to take that breath. Think about like, was there an immediate danger? How would I feel about this problem tomorrow if I had to talk about it with them? Like just try to always take that time when you are having to do something for something more extreme with your kids, I think. Something that I talked about in part one, and I'll say again here, take care of yourself always. For us as parents, like I know I said this earlier, but sleep is so important. Find ways that you are getting breaks in your day as well. Time for you to decompress. If both of you parents are home, then maybe trade off times so you're able to get that break away. This is totally different territory for you guys as well. So just build those moments into your day and make sure that you are not only giving your child grace right now during this weird time, but give yourself some grace too. Think about that. Say that again. Let's say that again slower. You need to make sure that you're not only giving your child some grace right now, but that you're also giving it to yourself. Okay. And make sure that you are getting what you need to fill your own cup, that you are filling yourself up, whatever that may be, whether it is getting some time reading the book that you love to read or listening to music or whatever that may be that kind of gives you a little bit more of the ability to provide to others. Make sure that you're doing that on a regular basis because once you run on empty, 
good things do not come easily. So just make sure that you are doing that for for yourselves. Before I go into, I'm going to kind of end this by giving some of the advice that some of you brought to me in the past week, but I will also put a list in my show notes. There was a list that I found um, from Common Sense Media that was the 25 best podcasts for kids. So I'll put a link to that. Check that out because that can be something, depending on the age of your kid, that can be something that can keep them busy for anywhere from five to 30 minutes to give you a little bit of time to do whatever it is that you need to do. But there's a lot of really good variants of podcasts there, whether it's like bedtime story podcasts or scientific like, ooh, did you know this kind of thing? Like a lot of the podcasts that we have as adults obviously not true crime stuff or whatever, but a lot of the different kind of things that we enjoy listening to, they have on a kid level as well. So make sure you tap into that list and you don't have to be the only one listening to podcasts. One of the big things that people talked about and that I've seen other people doing, and I will tell you, play games with your kids, whether that's board games or card games. I know I've been playing a ton of card games with my kids lately and they love it. Paper football. When was the last time that you taped up? Uh, Did you even use tape? I think if you really went for it, you were using tape. But you folded up a regular piece of notebook paper into that little full triangle thing, and you played a game of paper football. How fun was that? I remember playing that at like Carl's Jr. and Denny's and different restaurants while we were waiting for our meal to get there or whatever, and playing it at home as well. And trying to not get hit in the eye by a corner of the football by my brother. Always something very easy and fun to do. Look online, you guys. There are so many things online for you to tap into if you your well runs dry at any time. Maybe every Saturday or Sunday, you're going and spending half an hour looking for some new activities and new things to do. I've seen some really cool things on people's stories on Instagram. You know, all the people that are doing different chalk drawings in their neighborhoods, sidewalks, um, creating hopscotch. I've been seeing kids and adults hopscotching around their neighborhood. The um, teddy bear hunt. I know my friend Kathleen talked about that as well, that they were trying to do that in her neighborhood where you're putting a teddy bear in different houses, windows, and the kids and the parents are going on a walk in their neighborhood and trying to find all of the different teddy bears in people's windows. I don't know, having a drawing competition with your kids, uh, all these different things that you can do. Um, some of the things that people were mentioning to me, Whitney, who talked about all the painting that they have been doing in her house and that she's been doing. Emma talked about learning guitar. What a great idea. I said to her, I replied to her that I would love to do that. My left hand does not connect very well to my brain though. So if somebody wants to do the left hand part, I can totally rip it up with the right hand part, like the picking and the strumming. I know I can do that. If you can do the neck work, um, my old longtime friend, Kristen, who I photographed her beautiful family, just, um, not too long before this all broke out and her family, um, they went back to Turkey and she said that they've been building a ton of pillow forts, Um, She has two littler kids. And yes, what a great home thing to do. Amanda said that they've been doing lots of walks and lots of books. I've been hearing from a few different people, including my friend Josh in here, that kids that are getting so much more into reading um, right now. And that is so awesome to hear. 
I love that. And um, books are so important. And that's such a great, I, I feel immensely blessed that my kids love reading. Uh, I, I know I loved reading when I was a kid and I still wish I had so much time to do it right now. And I really don't take that time to do it, but it's so good for your brain. The last thing that I will say, a lot of the things that I compiled some of this information from, and I love this company on Twitter. If you go on Twitter, their handle is Bark Tech Co. So it's B-A-R-K-T-E-C-H-C-O. And Bark is an amazing company that helps parents, helps you with navigating through your kids and the world of social media and computers and all this stuff. And they help you kind of figure out what is the best way for my kid to be safe on devices. Um, They're the company if Recently, you saw the thing with the woman who I think posed as like a, she was pretending to be a child online and she was getting contacted by, I think, multiple predators. And she ended up having a face-to-face confrontation with one of them. And if, if you saw that thing, it went viral like within the past couple months, I think. Uh, just, I mean, blows your mind, but these people and these things are out there and it's important for us to be smart with our kids. And so Bark is one of the companies that helps you kind of through that whole process and has different ways for you to add things to your kid's phone or to your phone or whatever, to be able to stay up on their involvement in social media, in their texting, things like that. So it's smart for us to do that. We cannot turn a blind eye to our kids. Um, you know, even if they're 16 years old on being tapped into the wild and crazy world out there on social media. Um, just think about all the different trolls online and now think about those people trying to feast on your kids. So I can't say enough about bark, all of the work that they do. And then all of the different, information and um, stuff that they supply us with through their Twitter and through all of their different social medias. So check out Bark for all of that info. You guys check out OsirisPod.com. Find all the different awesome podcasts there. Osiris is partnered with Jambase.com and they are doing so many different things for those of you who love music to find all of the different people that are doing streaming concerts that are doing things on their Instagram live or their Facebook live. It's awesome how many artists are starting to do that now. Um, So all the different ways for you to support these artists that have no way to make their living right now. And I know you may be thinking of like people like John Legend and boy, he's not starving, but there are a lot of other musicians who are in some very precarious situations because they're unable to do what they need to do just to make ends meet right now. So check out jambase.com for some of that information. And you guys, you can find me on social media everywhere at Daddy Unscripted. My email address is daddyunscripted at gmail.com. Keep sending me in some of those ideas. I'm going to keep reading them and I will keep putting them on my social media. Things that you guys are doing, things that you're finding is working. Some of the things you're struggling with in this time. Like I try to say in every episode, for anyone who may need help during a difficult time, if you are struggling, if you need to talk to somebody, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline phone number is 800-273-8255. 
and I have a Google Voice number. Any of you can use it at any time. Leave me a message if you want to talk. Leave me your number somehow and we can talk. Or if you just need somebody to vent to, to say a bunch of stuff that nobody's going to do anything with ever, use that number. Like, I am very happy to provide that service to you. Sometimes it just helps to say things and hear yourself say them. So my number is 872-444-6784. Again, big thanks to Umphreys McGee for letting me have their music in the podcast. You should check them out at umphreys.com. They are doing a ton of stuff through their Instagram, through their Twitter. They are doing a lot because they had so much cut off as well. They were just about to go complete their tour here on the West Coast and then go to Iceland for a monumentous weekend there. And none of that has happened. So again, umphreys.com. And you guys, I can't thank you enough for listening to these episodes. Pass them along to people that you may know may need to hear it. For any parents who, like so many of us, are at home figuring this all out on the fly right now, send them these episodes and I would love to hear from them. If you guys want to subscribe and leave a review right now, that would be awesome. I I I'm horrible at telling you guys to do that. So that would be fantastic if you take the time to go on to Apple or wherever you listen to the podcast, give it a however many star rating, hopefully five. And I don't know who that was and um, leave a review. That would be awesome. That really does help more people find the podcast. So Keep an eye out for the next episode. I think it will be two weeks from now. So this should be coming out on Monday, April 6th. So let's say that would mean the next episode should be out on Tuesday, April 21st. And we'll get that one out for you guys. Be well. Take care of one another. Do not touch your face. Please stop touching your faces. Wash your hands. Keep yourselves clean and healthy. And I hope that you all are being well and just loving one another right now. Thanks so much, you guys. Mm -hmm.